0: Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I'm your host, Cody Kelly. I'm so excited about this episode. Look, first of all, connect with me everywhere. YouTube, uh, you know, at CBFK, Instagram, at CVMK. I almost forgot my handle. (laughs) (laughs) Twitter, uh, at Cody's Life One. Uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited about this episode. Uh, I have an amazing just gift, amazing talent. I think my banner is below. You can connect with me there. But look, I have the artist Casey Wimley. Casey, how you doing? I feel good, bro. How you doing, man? Man, I'm just you know trying to slow down the aging process. That's all. Bro, bro. I'm talking about this going fast, ain't it? I'm
1: 27, <laughs> bro. I was just 23, like a year ago. I promise.
0: Bro, bro we, we can't slow it down. No more uh being 16 backwards, know, you know, bro. trips to Joliet. Those days are over. <laughs> uh, so hey, look, I'm excited. You put out a new album. Uh um, right. I've liked it, I've listened to it. I want to share with my audience. Give them a sneak peek of what this album sounds like, and we'll just break down the album. How's that sound? That sounds good to me, man. Awesome. And do this for a minute. All right.
1: From this to anybody that just moved, if you're hearing this, this is just me talking from experience. But back to my story, I'm hoping God gets the glory. I'm taking shots, but they seldom seldomly hitting like Robin Horry. After six months, I decided to leave. Came back to Chicago, but shit, I still believed. And the time I spent the ATL was what I still cherish. Didn't want nobody to know I was back home. I was embarrassed. Ain't nobody hiring. Shit, I came to the job. I had $2 to my name, man. This ain't a facade. Was thinking about grabbing my gun. Somebody getting robbed. But, man, that ain't really me. So I stopped and gave it to God. Like a half a year passed, I got a call from Gary. I vented to my dog. And when I was done, that shit was very uplifting to hear. Should that my boy was doing good. He told me I could come down and bum this couch and I'm good. We studied in knowledge,
0: correct this car with knowledge. We were roommates back in college, so you knew I was solid. Awesome, awesome. I, Look, I like that song. I think it speaks to us. If you have ever tried to build something or do something more than what's expected of you, you will hit absolute rock bottom, right? <laughs> And that song, to me, is what um, Break Every Chain is to some other people, right? Like, I was listening to it. I was like, I know what it's like. And at that time, I needed a Gary's
1: Couch as well, right? So break right. right now, what is this album? What was the inspiration behind it? So the inspiration behind this album was, um, since I started, like, chasing this journey, I realized that, like, I've been seeing, like, two, basically, you can't grow until you're uncomfortable, Right. So in the last two years since I've been really chasing music, I've been putting myself in uncomfortable situations. And a lot of things that I thought that Kevin would have folded under, KC didn't fold under it. So I kind of really felt myself like showing that there is multiple sides to me. And I've been figuring it out over the last two years. So this was basically to show the difference between the person I am now. But because of the things that I have went through compared to the guy that Kevin that everybody always know, the goofy, the Louis little brother, you know, grew up on the West Side, you know, the different person that I am now compared to them. So that was the motivation behind it. But on this project, I really told a lot of stories that kind of turned me into this way or changed me in the perspective, I guess, is what I was shooting for. So talk about that that evolution. I know for me. So, like, I
0: think, you know, growing up, people have this um, uh, understanding of what they think that you are, right. Who they think that you are. Right. Uh, and it's like, you always have to fight for validation because like there's right. two of you simultaneously in this one body and you really need both. Right. I, yeah. I, I would say for myself, there is, you know, Cody, you know, whatever that means, Bishop Marshall's grandson, but then there is like Cody Kelly. Right. right. And that's the most authentic, most rawest, is yeah. form of
1: myself. Talk to us about that, that natural just evolution. Yeah, so a lot of times, the the type of person, like, like the Cody that I know, I know you as, I mean, obviously me and you were on a more personal level, but that's because you were really close to my brother. You know what I'm saying? Right. So my brother might know you on the raw level. I don't know you on that raw level. And can you imagine the people who you're not close with the people who only see you in the state, the people who only see you on Facebook, you're a certain way, but to the people who really, really know you, they watched you grow. And it's the same thing with me. Like I know I'm a different person, you know what I'm saying? Than I was three years ago. So I knew the evolution was coming. I mean, we all uh, elevate, we all grow, you know what Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I just knew it was a different type of person. I would say around 2018, I knew I wasn't the same type of person. And since then I've seen myself grow even more so.
0: The only obligation is to tell us straight, right? In the words of no. the <laughs> right.
1: yeah. it's like It's no, it's no reason to even, like, to even sugarcoat it. This is who I am. You know what I'm saying? I am who I am. You know what I mean? People are going to feel how they feel and just continue to be you. Be authentic. Be genuine to people. But, I mean, this is just who I am. So that's what the whole project was. That was the foundation of the project. Yeah, what it was based around. Is there, like, conflict,
0: Um, you know, knowing, like you said, everybody kind of knew you as Lewis's little brother. You know, Lewis is one of my oldest friends. Um, Mm. I think Lewis has evolved into where, you know, his trajectory, like this is who Lewis has always been. He's just Mm. evolved to this great man of faith, but Mm. that's always been Lewis. Right. And I think for some of us is like, you know, that was an aspect more than a specific calling. right? Right. So like, is there, is there, is there conflict with that? Like, do you get around and can you be like, man, Lou, you know, here's my latest joint, Gary's Couch. Like, man, I love <laughs> Gary's Couch. Yeah, you know, like, what's yeah. that like? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah it, like, so I talked about it on uh, I'm Just venting. That's the song that I can say that I, like, talked about it the most, went the deep, deepest into my life. I feel like for me it was just more so of a, there is, there is conflict. Like, I can't, I'm not going to say I can't, but since I'm a still, like, I'm one of those people, like, I've seen some people that we have grew up with go super, super, super far left and they don't care, they don't have no respect. That's not me. People might think I don't got no respect. I still do have respect for like the people I grew up with and saints and church because I still believe that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when I go home, I feel like KC always got to be in like a shell. I don't have to be, but I choose to be out of respect. Because if I don't, then it's just going to be like the bucking of the heads against everybody who I came to see. But, like, I don't really even honestly see my family like that. Like, I'm starting to get back into seeing them more. But, you know, I don't even live in Springfield no more. I'm in Indianapolis now. So, like, when my family – I mean, Lewis hit me up. Like, Lewis gave my tape a shout-out. And wow. the first tape he did too, which was kind of, like, caught me off guard. Right. So I don't know if he really listened or not. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I came home and he was playing on my own. Go for it, but go for it is the song that was my first song I ever recorded. I remember Go For It. Yeah, that's yeah. a song that a lot of church people love. And it's also the only song that I never really I was holding back on that song because I really wasn't like cursing or doing the things like that I would do in the rest of my music. But I heard him listening to that song, but he gave my new project a shout out too. So I don't know if they actually listen because a shout-out don't mean you actually listen. Right. You know Just what I'm putting, saying? Putting flame emojis and not listening. Like, like, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, that, I mean, you just never know. Like That's true. There's been some people say, I streamed your album. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not the type of person that's going to be like, well, what's your favorite song? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you streamed it and you liked it, that's good. If you didn't, then that's OK, too. I, I check the analytics when people are like, yo, I'm watching. I'm like, well, wow. looking at the views. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Then
0: you watch it like, after, you know, I got it yeah. stacked. I'm, I'm a validator. Right. I'm like, don't tell me you watched it. I yeah. didn't see it. Right. No, but I totally understand, like, uh, even for myself, you know, I think everybody kind of wants me to like, you know, and I'm not saying be Papa, you know, but I mean, like, like, I am, yes, that's a part of who I am, but it's not like the full measure, right? right. You know, like, to, two different cats, you know, he was him, great, you know, me, you know, I'm more into, you know, just kind of doing what God has given me to do. I think the, yeah. the problem is... I think we put a limit on how God gifts us. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Right. So like if you grew up kind of like us, it was like you can only be used by God if you use these certain gifts or have these certain gifts. But the reality is like,
1: no, I have these gifts and this is also a God-given ability as well. You can call with so, people without repentance. God gives us yeah. gifts depending on if we want to use it. And I would guess what people would say for his glory or not, but I, yeah. that's another subject because I feel like a lot of things that you do outside of church – the way we grew up, they would think it's a sin, but it could be for his glory. Like, I feel like even somebody, like, I heard somebody's, like, you know, I don't know if you're in tune with what Nipsey was doing. Yeah. Before he died, and they was like, how do you know he wasn't a Christian? And it's like I sat there and thought, like, man, the only reason you would feel that way is because of the way I guess you could tell the truth of the uh, tree by the fruit it bear. That's how they taught us growing up. But right. I just kind of feel like just because you do certain things, like you just said, you don't think that smoking is a sin. A lot of right. people that we grew up with will disagree with that. Right. Well, really, the brand, the way you think. But I mean, yeah. I feel like it could be somebody like Nipsey reached the world. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. reached the world way deeper than a lot of pastors do. So uh, as fast as he did. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like, I don't know. Like, I feel like Gibson calling coming out of Pennsylvania. I know that what I'm doing is a gift from God. You know what I'm saying? Whether mm-hmm. I use it the way church people feel like I should or not, that's a personal opinion. Let's, let's, let's talk about
0: that kind of transition. Um, so you, you posted a stat, you know, obviously I follow you on IG, right? Um, how many views, I think like one of your songs hit like 40 K You was like, yo, I just want to give a shout out, you know, thank you guys for supporting me. right? Right. Like, how, yeah. yeah. How do you build, uh, that that empire that brand like right. you know right now i think um everybody is trying to build their brand in some aspect right, right? right. you've been at this i would say at least consistently since 2016 2017 this is now the second project right yeah. i'm talking about a full you know project not like four songs right like yeah. this is a full weighted uh, album right. how do you consistently build uh, especially
1: in this climate right so i feel like you know, it's kind of like, I don't even really feel like, I mean, other artists might disagree with this, but my approach is this. I don't really check to see how to build. I just keep being authentic. I feel like when you just keep being authentic and you try to make the music as quality as possible, that's going to automatically make it build. Joe Budden said something that a lot of people disagreed on. He was like, talent doesn't beg for attention. He said that, and that always stuck with me, like, like I see a lot of people, and I'm nothing's wrong with this. You know, they'll post music and it'll get, you know, they'll tag ninety people or they'll tag a hundred people, and it's like, yeah, I see. I would ne- I would never do that just because me personally, I want you to be here because you want to be here, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't care about like. See, and there's another thing. That it's a difference between views and repeated streams. So, like, even somebody like Takashi 69 do you know him? Yeah. Yeah, so he like does a lot of antics. He posts a video on YouTube. It might get 300 million views it's just because we want to see what he does next. But then he just dropped a project, and it did way, way lower right. than what they projected, like over 100K lower. And that just goes to show, prove my point exactly. I want people to be here not because oh, like of some antics or because I'm doing something stupid. Like I want people to hear the music and repeatedly stream it. Like, I don't care about you hearing it once. I want you to hear it. Download it in your phone, and when you're driving in your car, if it come on, keep playing it. You know what I'm saying? And that's what streaming has given us the allowed us to do. But for me, I just keep, bro, just keep living my life, keep being authentic, and keep putting out the music as quality as possible. And I feel like that's what is going. That's what has helped me build within the last two years. Because at first, I was just learning the game, and I was putting music videos out there. You know, this one getting ten thousand. This one getting eight thousand. This one getting like you know. I'm saying I'm like, okay, how do I build from this? You know what I'm saying? And it's even more stuff I got to do. Like for me, I don't promote my YouTube enough. Like I be forgetting that I even got a YouTube channel because I haven't posted on there. You know, when I send my music out, my uh, the company created my new YouTube page. Wow. Put my music through there, so I didn't do any of that. You know what I mean? So when people like, are you on YouTube? I gotta remember, yeah. So that's my next project to build my YouTube because. I'm getting 10, 15,000 views, but I need to get them on my YouTube channel. That's where I feel like they should be, because when people go check it out, they're not going to go to your Twitter or Facebook. They're going to go to YouTube. YouTube
0: And YouTube pays, unlike Facebook, right. know what that is about. but right. <laughs> I don't have no clue either. So. <laughs> how, how do you um, differentiate yourself in this market? So, you know, you can't tour. At least you can't tour in person, right? Yeah. You can do virtual stuff. I've seen artists. I've seen the versus battle. That'd be cool to do kind of like a local versus I don't know if you get sued for trademark, but you know, like I, I, I know there's an obstacle. Everybody's now is trying to figure out how to pivot, right. With COVID and everything. How have you pivoted in this climate?
1: Right. So a lot of my mind is different. My approach is different. My approach is like, I feel like Chance the Rapper had the best approach to music. Okay. So, you know, some people make a product and then they'll go outside of Walmart and say, Hey, Buy my product just before streams. Buy my buy my tape for ten dollars. Telling everybody walking out of Walmart, buy my tape for ten dollars. How can you expect somebody to spend their money for something they don't believe in yet? You know what I'm saying? So chance approach was everything is free. Everything is free. And then once I got that ear, then I'll start charging. So for me, pivoting, I mean, a lot of things, I mean, I don't get to do shows in person, but a lot mm. of my but a lot of my music videos and streams that I'm still putting out a lot of artists survive off of like tours and merch merchandise tours and streams and merch so a lot of times a lot of artists now are focusing more on the streams and merch rather than the in-person money but the in-person money is always going to outweigh that so for me how we've how i've pivoted is a lot of things that i were doing beforehand weren't were through the internet rather than in person anyway so it wasn't hard for me to adjust well, the only thing that I've adjusted in is not doing in-person shows, but um, I got a merch line coming out in November, too, so... I was just about to ask you that. I was like, what about merch? Was like, Is that about to drop? Yeah, so, so I'll make it the announcement here, but on my birthday, which is I was still working on it, but I'm going to drop my website, which is, it has my merch in it, and I'm going to drop the deluxe version to the album. So, yeah, I got a couple more songs coming, too, so... What's on what's coming? I
0: like the bipolar freestyle. Keep uh, yeah. the same energy. That's that's just a banger.
1: But yeah. talk to us about those those up and coming songs. What's going yeah. on with you, your life? So it, so if you heard my first project, you you kind of realized that my first project was more up tempo, like it was yeah. more like aggressive. And that was just to like let people know, okay, I'm here, I'm coming. Like this is something I'm really finna do. This project was more of a I tried to put a couple of them on there for that crowd of people. Um, but most of the songs on here, like I May Never Thrive, songs like Gary's Couch, songs like uh, I'm Just Venting, fantasizing. All of those songs, I try to, it's more so of a let me sit down and talk to you type of project. But the songs that's on the upcoming, I have more songs, like more bangers rather than let me vent to you type of songs or let me tell you something about my life. So it's going to be about seven new tracks, five to seven new tracks, because me, I, I cut stuff at the end if I don't feel like this. This project was supposed to be 15 songs. Oh, wow. And I cut four of them the week before I sent it off. Oh, wow. So I just, I'm going to use those songs for the deluxe unless I want to create some more. So, but yeah, these upcoming songs is more, um, like I said, this whole project is about me, but this most, these upcoming songs are more bangers, but I'm getting a little more deeper into my life in one of the tracks. So I'm excited to share it too. So November 24th is my birthday and that's when it'll be out. Awesome. Is there, is there pressure to,
0: um, Transform or not be your authentic self. Have you, I mean, like if if and I I, I posed the question to uh, Willie and and China Shade to Geronimo, right? I said, look, if Sony comes to you, Kevin, and it was like, yeah. uh, you know, look, uh, million dollars, you know, I need you to make a song called Left Cheek, Right Cheek, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying, like, you know, are you gonna drop the Left Cheek, Right Cheek follow-up? Like, you know, that's a lot of money. Is
1: there yeah. pressure to conform? Um. Well, the question that you ask, if they ask me that, yes, left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> when I, $1 million, would I sign my rights away, no. Right. So I would take that money and put it into my own personal label. But I feel like, yeah, there is pressure because I mean, um, it's every every three to five years, music changes. So are you going to do what's hot, or are you going to? There's always the artists that go against the wave who. Are themselves that's the type of artist I want to be. I always want to be an artist that, like, no matter what's going on, when I drop people to listen, like Kendrick or like a J. Cole or mm-hmm. like a Drake, he's gonna when they drop, it doesn't matter what's going on, people are gonna listen, they have their own style. And for me, I always pride myself on sounding different than what's going on, but there is pressure to do certain stuff like that. But I feel like I could do anything and just make it my own, but I never want to look at the next person like, oh, let me do that, or let me do that, or let me do that. I just got to talk from my heart and a lot of times with artists, that's the toughest thing. Cause it might sell or it might not. And mm-hmm. you know, I've dropped two albums that thankfully people have loved, but there's going to become a time where I drop a tape that people might not love so much. And I got to hold that L the same way I'm holding the W right now. That so worked. you know what I'm saying? That's the same thing. So, but that's just me. Okay. Oh, uh, you ask a lot of other artists, they going to do whatever sells because they in it for money. I'm in it for money too, but I'm, it's like fifty-fifty passion and money. Like I still care about the music too.
0: That's good. That's good. I, I understand. I think um anytime you do anything, obviously you have to get some ROI, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes there is pressure. There is added pressure to guess mm-hmm. to elements you never you know necessarily wouldn't want to, mm-hmm. uh because you have to pay bills at the end of the day, right? So I, I totally get that. Totally get that. What uh what do you say? uh about the future of hip-hop music um you know right now i think i think there's a race or a rush to get back to normal right and obviously there's some success with that if you kind of look at WAP and how it's performing uh but at the same time it almost seems uh disingenuous with, with everything that's going on right and it's not a put down or a shout out it's just like is it, is it more of a distraction? Is it just like, hey, look, we can still have fun, too? What what do you say? Like, what when you're in the booth, you're recording, you talk about the two songs that are coming up. Uh, do you always have to address the sign of the times? No.
1: No. And then I, I personally don't think so. There's some artists who do, and uh, I think that you would be more impactful that way. Um, but um, it's a lot of artists who don't. You know, it's, music is weird. Can you hear the background? Yeah, you're good though. Yo. You're good. Oh, you're okay. of I could go in this room real quick. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. So I feel like I feel like music it depends on the type of artist. Like I don't expect somebody like Waka Flocka to come out with a song like Kendrick. Right. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick is always going to dress the times, but I think that's why he's so great. But there's a lot of artists who hear like you got a million moves that you could be in so there's a million different type of artists to satisfy that move. So it just depends. I don't think the artists have to do that though and I wouldn't expect nothing like that from Megan or Cardi B anyway. Like they're, they're more so for the turn up and they're both amazing artists to me. Yeah. I like both of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. But the music that they make is not conscious music. You know what I'm saying? They talking about their life and a lot of times, I because I used to think that Megan was going to come from a different perspective because she's in college. And, you know, I thought she was going to talk about more than just twerking and having sex and stuff like that, right. which she have not dived into that yet, but I'm sure she will. But I feel like it's a whole different angle that she can come from. But as far as the music that they make, I just think people make whatever's on their heart. And a lot of people are going to do what sells rather than what's really on their heart. Hmm. And a lot of times, A lot of times people don't even know this. When you sign to a label, they tell you what to make. So a lot of these songs you hear coming out is not because that artist wants to make that song, it's because they're owned by a label that's telling them to make that song because the label's looking at the trajectory of the world and saying this will go right now. Mm-hmm. And most times they're right. If you, I mean, how can you be wrong when you're putting millions of dollars behind a song to make it go? That's true.
0: If, you're, if your boss says, you know, wear right. gold, you're going to wear gold. Right. Hey,
1: <laughs> maybe I'll put Megan on it. We're going to push it with $2 million. It's going to do 100 million views. We're going to make $20 million off of it. We're going to give you your know, $4 million. so you just doubled your money, triple your money. Right. And it's not nothing that we wouldn't expect from them too anyway, so it's like, I mean, I think if it works, it works. Me, I'm more impressed with labels like Dreamville or or TDE because it's like, you could tell that like they're for the culture, but they also still care about the music. Like I was having an argument with one of my friends. He was like, "McDonald's or Wendy's?" And I was like, "I'm gonna go with Wendy's because the food is just more quality." And he was just like, "No, if I'm a label, billion serve McDonald's." And I'm like, <laughs> I get it. It's more. It's more than one object. Like, I think. that if you own a label, it's scary if you only care about money because that means you'll do anything. You'll put anything into the world to do it, and you know that there are billions of kids looking up to these people that you sign. So." I feel like when you're a label only, you got to care about the music and the money. And you might not make as much money, but I'd rather be happy knowing that I made $75 million and I put music out that change the world than $200 million and all I did was damage kids' brains at the end of the day. Hmm. Well That's said. That's my personal
0: personal opinion. Well said. I got a couple more questions for you that I'm going I'm to let you go. Okay. Let me... What's the next goal you talked about the next steps in the process right but Mm -hmm. if you sit there and say look i want to achieve uh a grammy by my you know 30th or i want to i want to sell a million copies i want to have a million streams um you know by the end of 2021 on this album
1: what is that next goal everybody has a goal in mind what's that next goal right so you actually um i don't necessarily always say grammy because you know that's kind of like if I'm reaching people and I'm reaching people, to be have a Grammy would obviously be nice. But for me, I my next goal is to get a major feature, so like an A-list artist on one of my songs. And then um, I do want a million streams. And I've said it by my own personal timeline. But for me, building my YouTube, getting a major feature, and just being more visible because people still sharing the music. I had a cool thing happen to me the other day. I went to get my hair cut about a week and a half ago. And I was down here in Indy, granted, I got a good support system here in Indy, but wow. I worked to get my haircut by a barber and he was looking at me weird. And he told me he was an artist and I told him I was too. And I told him my name. His wife had sent him my project the day before he heard my project the day before he cut my hair. I had never met the guy. Wow. So that was something like, I mean, even though it was granted still Indianapolis and people here, but I feel like that's cool. Like that just let me know that like it's traveling, it's reaching people. You know what I'm saying? But my next goal is to get a major feature, and I do want a million streams on my music by a certain time, but yeah, that's the next goal, and to build my YouTube. So I'm always juggling multiple things, but I feel like once I start selling merch, if the streams, if the people that stream my music are also going to be the ones that's going to buy it, I can start spending that money and being more rapid with the things that I do, because I would just make that money and put it back into the label, not pocket it. That's just me personally, though, but those are my next three goals. Awesome. Awesome. I love it.
0: Yeah. Look, you know, I've been a fan of yours. Uh, you know, I, I like your music. I like it. And, you know, I'm brutally honest with my opinion, right? Yeah, I uh, it. Really, really enjoy You know, I bought the bought the album, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. oh,
1: yeah. I got it. There's um, a group of y'all that I always buy, and I appreciate it. Alex is one of them, too. He's a dope rapper, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, he I
0: heard, and this is just a rumor, because uh, I know Geronimo, you know, I'm sure he's listening, and he hit me up. He
1: said, I'm trying to get with Kevin to do something. Is that in the works? Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> the funny thing about me and Willie is me and Willie, our schedules never pan out for each other because when I really wanted to do something with him, he was really, really busy. He was actually around this time last year before I went to Springfield. Yeah, He was the one trying to help me get a job because for six months I couldn't work. So I was trying to do anything. Orange Theory, I was working out with him. Me and Willie definitely going to get a track in together. There's a lot of people who I've been supposed to been doing music with for the last four years, and we're just this year getting the song together because – a Lot of people got a lot of stuff going on, you know what I'm saying? But me yeah. and Willie will definitely have a track together coming soon. That's my dog. I mess with his sound. He's oh, good. Yeah. Art, you know, he's a good artist. He could sing. You right. know what I'm saying? And we definitely he actually sent me a track. We worked on the track last year, but we never finished it. So we're gonna have to do another one. Cause that's still on my phone from in my email from January twenty nineteen. But we gotta do another. We're gonna do another. Finish it and send it to me so I can leak it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was like, like, you know, and then Willie, so he's so dangerous because he know how to do more than just sing. Right, he's engineer. He could, he could artist man. He could do more than just sing. Yeah, that makes him way more of a weapon. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the easiest way to get put on. You know what I'm saying? If people need engineering, okay, hey, find you a a videographer. Hey, I'll engineer you for you for free. You shoot my videos for free. Now we each could put out our content at our own rapid pace, and we ain't gotta pay nobody. Hmm. That's the biggest thing cutting out the middle man, because there's only there's three ways to make it. You either have a million dollar investor, family members, or it could be a label. Right. You could um sell drugs, which a lot of people do, right. you know, to get the money. Because people don't really understand. It took me three thousand dollars to make that project. Wow. Three thousand dollars just for people to stream it and be like, oh, okay, this is good, this isn't this. You know what I'm saying? Eight months. Well, really a year and a half. I was thinking about it, but really working on it about eight months and three thousand dollars. Just for, like, people to be like, hey, I like this. The beats are the most, the most thing. Like, when you buy the exclusive rights to beats, <clears throat> it's always between, I mean, depending on who you're getting it from, but all of my beats are between, like, two and $500 per beat because I own exclusive rights to them. I'm not leasing them. Right. You know what I'm saying? I leased one beat on there, and now I'm mad that I leased it because some other stuff going on because when you lease a beat, they can lease it to a million people. They just make money off of it, you know what I'm saying? That's why I always buy exclusive rights. But my one that I least is from an artist, a rapper. I mean, he's a producer, and um, I didn't heard a couple of other people, bigger people on the song with that beat. So it was like, uh, you know, that's why I always buy exclusive rights. You don't know what song is gonna blow up, right? You know, I don't want to get sued, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah.
0: That's it. Look, buy your beats straight out. I can't Boy. wait. I'm look. I'm looking for that collab uh, with you and, and Willie. Uh, yeah. you know, he's got his artist, China Sade. Y'all should do something real, real soon. Where can the people find you, man? What do you do? I know you already listen. what you doing. Where can they find you? Where
1: can they connect with you? Where can they stream your music? Everything KC underscore Wembley. So Facebook, we don't do underscore. So it's just a space. So KC space and their last name Wembley. If you type in KC Space Wembley on any music platform, you'll find my music. First project, No More Talking. Second project, Kevin versus KC. And if you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's KC underscore Wimbly. But everything is KC Wembley, though, everywhere. So, yeah, connect with me. Awesome, awesome. Look, connect with my man. He is blowing
0: up. Uh, I'm excited. Thank you again for being on our show. Look, next week, it's going to yeah. be an amazing episode again. I have the First Lady Edition. I have First Lady Evans, First Lady Fierce, First Lady Davida DeV- Richardson-Williams, uh, First Lady Cece Bell. I'm trying to get some more. Kevin, talk to your sister-in-law. they hesitate <laughs> to be on here. Uh, yeah. That'd be nice. Pr- <laughs> play something fellas. I did, Prince. I played it at the beginning. <laughs> Later. Hey, but look, yeah, I appreciate dad. you. I Thank you so much. <laughs> Until next time, guys.
1: All right, please.